So to be honest with you, I don't really know what. I don't really know what really came over with me with the idea of. Actually, I know what it was. So my flight was boarding. My flight was actually boarding. I think they had started first class. And so I was sitting in this airport, Norman Manley International Airport. This is in Kingston, Jamaica, about 10 days ago. And the line to the flight that was boarding next to my gate was so long it was going to the entrance of the bathroom. And I had to take a shit. So, remind you, I'm sitting here in the waiting area of this airport. It's not a big airport. It's not significantly small either. It's just not, it's not PDX, it's not LAX. So as you can imagine, if there's two flights boarding, there's just a lot of people in one area, gate to gate to gate. And it's one waiting area and I'm sweating. It's like, they don't use the AC, I don't know. That ain't my business. I don't pay their bills. So as I noticed the line being so long for one flight, that's, ex you know, the line's actually extending to the entrance of the bathroom. Considering the number I've got to take, I go walk to the other bathroom that's on the other side of the terminal. And with that, when I come back, the line is shorter and there he is. <laughs> so let me take a step back. That day I had got welcomed through John Rock, Trenchtown. I was walking through the ghetto of Trenchtown, Kingston, Jamaica. This is a new type of ghetto for me personally. I've seen ghettos in Atlanta, Baltimore. I've seen the ghettos in Chicago, Detroit, but this is a different type of hood. It's quite beautiful in my opinion. Some people say it hasn't changed since we were virtually, or should I say digitally welcomed through John Rock. So I got there and I met a Rastafarian named Blackie. Blackie was a cool dude. He had braids, he didn't have dreads. He smoked weed most of the time and he just kind of brought me through his community of Trenchtown, saying what's up to the people flirting with all the girls in. He says, you know, today might be your lucky day because they're filming the Bob Marley biopic. I didn't know this, but he was like, when we get to the area, make sure you put your phone away don't even text because they see you with your phone out. They'll take it and throw it away. And he said, if we get lucky enough, you'll get to meet Damian Marley, who's a good friend of his. Damian Marley is in the movie. And so is Blackie, by the way, the guy who's showing me around. And he says, Damian Marley will, you know, he'll be happy to meet you. We grew up together. Really cool dude. So I'm a little bit excited. I'm like, I get to meet one of the offspring descendants of Bob Marley. But first I'm taken through the culture yard, the government yard of Trenchtown, where three little birds, no woman don't, no woman no cry. All this was created from the guitar of Bob Marley. The government yard was a area for families to stay that was created by the government during, I think it was the 60s and 70s. And this is the first area that 
Bob Marley and his mother were raised or grew up in or lived in rather. And this is Trenchtown. So Trenchtown is the area where they're filming this biopic and unfortunately when we got to the film set Damien Marley was actually recording his they were shooting his scene so we didn't get to see him very interesting scenery maybe one day when the movie comes out I'll come back to this podcast and talk about this but I leave Trenchtown with a bit of you know excitement because I got to see the original creative grounds of reggae music Welcome to Jam Rock. Inspired by Blackie, inspired by a community that was relatively welcoming, you know. Obviously, it's not as safe as he would project or what you might see Kingston as in terms of some of the resorts that might be in the area or whatnot, but they were really nice. It was a really cool community very different and so I get to the airport I'm leaving that day and once again I'm hungry get something to eat and this is when I start sweating so I realize how hot the airport is you know eating fish eating balmy eating um, I don't know what I ate but something different And as I'm kind of resting in one of the lounge areas, I'm waiting for my air, waiting for my plane to land. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, one of the lines belong in the gate next to it was my flight. Leaving John Rock. I decided to go to the other bathroom. I decided to go to the bathroom on the other side of the terminal because I didn't want anybody to smell the shit I was going to shit out once I was at the bathroom closest to the line for the gate boarding next to the bathroom walking back to the gate after doing my business I get in line it's a little bit shorter and I turn around and I notice a bit of a commotion not too much of a commotion but just activity and I turn around again and it's Damian Marley with his mom, Cindy Breakspear, beautiful woman, Jamaican-Canadian singer. And the flight, the gate agent calls me and I board first. And I'm walking through the jetway. And I'm anticipating Damien to be right behind me. And as I walk further in, there's people still waiting in the jetway and one guy starts chanting one of Damien's songs and I'm like, this is it. <laughs> he walks through the gate, you know, the jetway, reeking reefer, reeking marijuana. And I'm sitting there like, okay, he's going to be standing about two feet from me. I'm not going to say anything to him, but I do acknowledge him. You know, he knows I know and I know he knows. Dreads down to his ankles, dreads down to places that I can never imagine my dreads growing to. But here he is. Me name, Junior Gong, Tough Gong. He's standing right behind me. 
And in my head, I'm thinking like, I just walked through John Rock. I just walked through Trenchtown with one of your childhood friends, Blackie. Nothing of me wants to mention this to them, but it's kind of one of those things where if there's three places you would like to stay away from certain people, it's the fuck out of the way, the fuck out of the business and the fuck out of their face. And that's actually something that for most celebrities, I would say I can relate to unless your business is deliberately put out there then that's a different story so interesting flight when we land we're laying over in Miami it takes a while to deboard the plane because a lady bless her heart she passed out on a flight so we had to wait no one could deboard the plane until the paramedics got off the flight actually ended up making me miss my connecting flight but that's beside the point when we finally get to the baggage claim in Miami Damien is pacing back and forth waiting for his bags everybody is everybody's frustrated because if you know anything about international travel it's a matter of you know when you get to your domestic destination you have to get your bag and recheck it so I'm not the only one who missed my connecting flight due to the lady passing out on the plane from Kingston to Jamaica, or excuse me, from Kingston to Miami. But while we're waiting for our bags at the baggage claim, there's a lady recording Damien, and I could hear her saying, here he is, Junior Gom, Bob Marley's son, here in the flesh at Miami International. Five minutes later, she walks up to him, asking for a photo with him. I don't quite hear what he says, but I know he does this. He snaps his finger, puts his finger up, and his mom, Miss Cindy Breakspear, I hear her say, I don't quite hear everything, but I hear something about security. <laughs> and the lady walked away, embarrassed. In my head, I'm thinking, you know, there's three places you can stay rent-free here in Miami. It's the fuck out of his way, the fuck out of his face, and the fuck out of his business. Poor lady, though. Poor lady. You know, I don't like to read too much into situations like that, but it is interesting to see how people react when they see someone of a significant stature. Well, not I would say stature, but more so just he, he's, I guess you can call him an, a symbol of an icon of the Marley family. And to just unapologetically and without permission record someone and then ask for a picture with him. I find that very disrespectful, intrusive. But hey, that's that's the job of the paparazzi. But for that lady, I don't think it was her job. I think it was just her. Maybe it's her feeling of a prerogative of some sort. She can. It's a public place. And he's a public figure. I would never do that. 
I mean, I, I, not virtue signaling here. Maybe I am in a bit, but for me, it was more so let me just soak in this moment because I'm going to talk about it later. You know, Kingston was a very interesting place. I was there for uh, two weeks working and writing because that's just what I wanted to do. I wanted to go to Kingston. I've been to Montego Bay. It's a very interesting place in terms of, I feel like they have a really passive attitude. The first couple of people I met never left the island. I actually need to leave a review for my Airbnb. But yeah, I don't know. I think some of those, some of the, I mean, it's like anywhere else where they get a lot of tourists in. I mean, no one really cares about what's going on in Jamaica because we all gonna have our issues or whatnot. I'm actually looking for a list of things. Um, to be more organized when I record these things because obviously I don't record that much stuff. Hmm. So I would say if there's one thing you can take away from this podcast, is the levels of believing the levels of knowing. Let's use, I grew up Christian, so I don't claim a Christian title. However, I will say Christian Christianity was the majority, two thirds of my life in terms of practicing it. There's a difference between knowing God and believing in God. It's like you don't believe someone's your sister. You know they're your sister. You don't believe you have a job. You know you have a job. You don't believe the car outside is yours. You know it's yours. So would you tell people you believe in God or you know God? I guess another magnitude of significance between the two, or difference should I say, is the experience. Do you experience family? Do you experience your car? Do you experience your job? Or you just believe you have a job, a car, family? And I think one of the reasons I went to Kingston, Jamaica is as crazy as this sounds uh, I would never say I believed I had to go just something I felt in my heart that I know I have to go I'm going to have to continue this because I guess there was things that happened there for me personally that I'm going to have to unpack a little bit more in terms of knowing and believing some sense of purpose and my passion for traveling 
and my passion for displaying some type of creative order in every aspect of my life. But for now, this is Bud Talks Podcast, episode 404. Good morning, good evening, good night. Oh yeah, check me out on VehicleDigest.net. That is VehicleDigest.net. All my poetry, creative writings, and if you go to the tab on the upper right, you will check out my books. Got more to come. Once again, Bud Talks 404. Good morning, good evening, good night. Bye-bye.